Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Good morning. This is Carrie Bellog, uh, founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, and uh, we are doing our third podcast. And today I am so excited to have my friend Kelly Suzo here. Kelly is the founder and owner of Bowerbird Interior Design, and uh, I am a huge, huge fan. And I thought, what better way to tell her story uh, than to bring her on uh, the Brand Groupies podcast? where we talk to small uh, business entrepreneurs. And Kelly is um, killing it in the interior design uh, world from uh, Rumson to uh, Montauk to North Jersey. She has a lot of uh, clients that seek her out for her eclectic and um, uh, just unique style that I'm obsessed with. So Kelly, welcome (laughs) to Brand Groupies. Thanks, Karen. I'm really happy to have you here. And, um, you know, I always tell people about you that now I can't even move a pillow without, without texting Kelly a photo. I love um, it. I like it when people get just paralyzed. I, I do. I do. And That's I our thought, goal. I thought I had style, like not style, you, you know, do. but I thought I had, you know, I could go to Home Goods and like figure out a pillow I wanted. But now, like after you just like do um, a few different moves, um, with the, I don't know what I had. I had on my shelf, my shelf. Just a little styling. Little styling. A little yes. Styling. I mean, you just take it to the next level. There's, there's a big edit. Yes, a big edit. And you're and you just like move it to the left. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like <laughs> off center, but that looks cooler. Um, so I want it. I want you to tell everyone, you know, how you started your company and you know the services you offer at Bowerbird, um, and uh, you know, give them a little background. So, um, you know, of course we do interior design and we do interior rooms, but we also love to sort of join the clients at the beginning of construction projects to guide them and sort of help visualize a finished home from the early stages of, you know, sort of like floor plans, layouts, all that, to picking tile, lighting, um, you know, floor colors, finishes, and, you know, just right through to that furniture so that you sort of get a whole cohesive look. Awesome. So you prefer... Being there from the um, the early stages when they are actually constructing the house and, and yeah, I think you know getting involved that early, we can sort of help shape the look and feel of the entire space. So you know, a lot of times when you're just doing a room, you're sort of stuck with you know the architecture that the house came with, sure. which sometimes is great, sometimes not. Um, so you know, when you get involved with the architect and the builder, and you're helping to sort of make those decisions. You know, you can sort of have that long-term vision that, you know, hopefully everyone sort of sticks to. And, you know, that's sort of a guide for all your style decisions and decorating decisions and, you know, those things to sort of, you know, really make it feel like a home and really, you know, sort of deliver on the style that we're going for. Got it. Very cool. And how did you get into um, interior design? Because I know you um, were an art major and... yeah. 
so I PR, yeah. right? So I went to University of Maryland where I received a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. And then I was an account manager in advertising and PR in the city, which was amazing. But I was always watching others do the creative, mm-hmm. um, as they called it, which I always thought was really funny. There were the creatives and then there were the non-creatives. But, you know, I wanted to be a creative. Yeah. Um, so before my kids were born, I decided that I wanted to roll up my sleeves and actually be the one creating. So I quit my job and I went back to New York School of Interior Design. And it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Good for you. Yeah. And then ha- did, um, didn't you work for a big interior designer? I did. So um, while I was in school, I worked for a designer in the city. And then um, after my son was born, we relocated to the suburbs. And I started working with a designer in Short Hills, Niv, Miyasato. And um, it was, you know, such a great experience. And while I was there, sort of later in my time there, um, two friends were about to hire designers. And they asked if I would take on their projects, which was great. Amazing. Um, You know, I was super nervous as I hadn't done anything on my own yet. But Niv encouraged me to take the leap and give it a try, which was awesome of him. Um, And he was so supportive throughout the whole process from both a business and a creative standpoint. So... It was awesome that just all the stars aligned, that I had clients that were willing to take a chance on me, and then also just sort of that safety net, mm-hmm. um, you know, to help me nice. through the process. Got it. Very yeah, cool. and not that there weren't bumps. I may or may not have had to cut a sofa in half to get it through <laughs> an elevator in Manhattan. But, you know, oh you live and gosh. you learn. So you started out with some Manhattan projects and then moved I did. To so I had one client shore. in Manhattan at that time and then one sort of locally. And they both actually were at the exact same time. Um, so I had two – my first jobs were two clients at the same time, which was kind of fun to sort of manage both and, you know, figure it out. Nice. And then how did um, you come up with the name Bowerbird and, and your branding? Because it just, it, I feel like you've, you know, nailed down your branding and, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. But, um, you know, how did you find out about the Bowerbird name Thanks. or decide to? Um, so initially when I started out, my business was just my name. And I had asked a family friend's husband, actually, who is a copywriter and designer. And um, I had asked him to redo my business cards. And he said, I'll redo your business cards, but not with your current name. It's terrible. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, but it's my name. And he said, no, it's so small. Like, you need to think bigger. You need to have, you know, you need to have a presence. And, you know, you need to have legs should you want to do something else with it and all of that. So um, he came back to me with sort of this branding exercises where he picked eight different names and um, he had a logo that went with each, and he did the rationale behind each one, and he, you know, did a whole presentation before he would even start the business cards. Oh wow! And um, although I did really like the Wabasabi Social Club, which was okay. one of them, <laughs> sounded a little too big for me. But um, I loved Bowerbird. Okay. It's if you're not familiar, they're um, birds in sort of the Australia New Zealand area that actually create nests to attract a mate. So they mm-hmm. decorate these nests based. A lot of them are based on color. So you know some of them will be you know all blue, and there'll be anything from blue flowers and blue stones to a Pepsi can if they find it. Um, and they'll decorate these nests to attract a mate. Isn't that cool? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's a great National Geographic video on it if you're Googling. Oh, nice. (laughs) Bowerbird. I love it. It just flows off the tongue. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. And what do you you love most about having your own business? I mean, obviously, you you know, you're your own boss. You have your own flexibility, life-work balance. Yeah. Um, But, um, you know, what's the best thing about 
being on your own. Yeah, I mean, all that's great, the flexibility and, you know, balance is always sort of a struggle. Always, um, always. You know, I think my favorite part about what I do is really helping clients transform their house into a home. It's, I've had so many different types of clients and different people that, you know, their families have really grown over the years and I've been with them for so long and I've watched that growth, which is amazing. And it's just also really, I love you know, sort of watching people in their homes, like having parties and celebrations and all that. And it's, it really, you know, it, I think to have a part in sort of like creating that space is awesome. And, you know, I think aside also from getting to be creative and get up and do something I truly love every day. um, I'm also proud to have grown a business from nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I started on my own and now, you know, I love developing the team that we have and watching them evolve with the business and brainstorming new ideas just to help make Bowerbird better and do business better. Um, so, yeah. Great. And and how do people find out about you? Is it no, uh, normally word of mouth or? Um, you know, I think when I first started out, the business was all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, referrals through happy clients, really, um, which is great and, you know, the best kind of referral. Um, I know I refer you to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do a disclosure that you are also a Bowerbird client? (laughs) I am a client, I have to say. And, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for my dining room uh, budget for my chairs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, you know, now I think the evolution of social media has changed so much of that. While I still get clients through jobs well done and, you know, great spaces, I think Instagram has been a huge marketing tool that has made just sort of my world so much smaller. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've just connected to so many people in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle. And, you know, I just had a new client meeting with someone who solely found me on Instagram, which, you know, is kind of cool. Definitely. Definitely. Um, It's so visual. I mean, it's. Yeah. So especially in this industry, you know, it doesn't doesn't translate into everything. But I think for this industry, it's just, you know, when people can get a little sneak peek of what you're doing and your work that, you know, maybe isn't photographed and on your website and it's not, you know. A formal photo shoot, but it's just little snippets of, you know, the day-to-day yep, is yep. really cool. Um, I also, for the last three years, have been in the Scout Guide, um, which I think, you know, I think it helped get my name out there. But I also think it sort of legitimized my business and mm-hmm. just sort of proved that, like, I'm here to stay, I guess you can say. Yeah. And I love the Scout Guide. It's like a t- coffee table book. Like, yeah, you keep it around. Exactly. For, yeah, no, they do a great for job. For a year. And uh, I always love your... your um, photo shoots it's so much fun I love doing them you know I always I always tell Kelly to put her um, her face more on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> she is a beauty inside um, and out oh, um, and uh, what did I want to ask you I wanted to ask you about any you know challenging challenges about branding yourself and I think you and I grew up where not in the selfie culture not to age yeah. us yeah. <laughs> but it's it's definitely you know a new generation where selfies are tough. It's hard to take a picture of yourself and post it all over, right? So I think, yeah, well, I I think we always talk about that. I'm like, Kelly, you know, get I, in that photo. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest challenge because I think, you know, from my advertising and PR days, I definitely took away the value of building a strong brand and how important that is no matter what your business. But, um, you know, I kind of feel like that's the easy part for me. I think the branding of myself is at times a challenge because, again, no one likes to, well, at least I don't like to sort of talk about myself, write about myself, take pictures about of myself. Um, so it's not really my thing. So that, you know, I'm trying to get better at because it's, I feel like when I do, I notice sort of spikes and, mm-hmm. you know, people interact and engage a little bit more. When and they love of, to know you. When like, I'm front and center, but... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's for me, it's a challenge to do that. It's just not really in my comfort zone. So, yes, you know, I know I'm getting there with, getting, with your encouragement. You do, you do such a great <laughs> job. No, you did. You do awesome. But, um, but I know, you know, and, and branding too, like seeing your face there, people get excited. Like, oh my gosh, I know Kelly. Oh, oh well she did, you know, so-and-so's house. And it's you funny. Know, it's, I think like I notice, you know, when you have people sort of in your social media feed or Instagram mm-hmm. feed, like people tend to, people like to see people. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they like to see pretty things, but they like to see people. Yeah. More, no, no. I think. I agree. So um, we'll get you more in there <laughs> as I go along. Um, I wanted to ask um, if anyone inspires you or, or what inspires you on a, a daily basis. I know I'm jealous. I'm always like, oh, Kelly's going to another furniture or gift fair in the city. Can I just like tag along? Yeah, I know. My intern next has to be Paris is what I said. Oh my I, gosh. Yeah. It just looks so much fun. So I see, you know, you definitely get inspiration from your day-to-day um, adventures. Yeah. You were in the city this week. Yeah, at, I think know. life in general is, you know, pretty inspiring. But, um, you know, I think there's so many amazing designers and artists and craftspeople out there who I turn to for inspiration. I just love and I'm so inspired by people who are out there just making things and creating from, you know, in the textile space or wallpaper or, you know, local artists. Um, it just, you know, I love people who are just out there doing and creating and, you know, are inspired, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for projects, I also scour through old design books and magazines in our library. And, you know, I try and find elements that, that are, you know, sort of unique but not trendy and will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes is a challenge. But, um you know, of course, also, I love to travel. I think the break is such an amazing reset to get the creative juices flowing. And, you know, we always love exploring off the beaten path. And I always find things that I can sort of apply to my work from mm-hmm. from our travels, too. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, that sounds great. And uh, do you have advice that you live by? Any any advice um, from any early mentors or I feel like, anyone you know, that it's, it's like you it, stick with? I uh, you Actually, you did say something about the energy you bring to a room. That was going to be was my... Was that yours? Because I remember you saying it, that. Well, it's not mine. And I actually don't really know it? who said the quote. And I should have looked it up. But um, I think I found on some sort of like Oprah thing or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But what is it, it again? It's be responsible for the energy you bring into a space. And I say it all the time because to my kids, to my husband, to people who work for me, because I really do think it's so important each and every second of the day. I I really do think you can change the vibe of a room, not only, of course, with the decor, but with your energy. And it's amazing. Like, if you have bad energy, the person you're talking to is all of a sudden going to have negative or bad Mm -hmm. energy. It's just Mm -hmm. it's so contagious. And what you put out there is what you get back. Yep. And I also um, my husband is a firm believer in the quote, figure it out. Mm-hmm. With our kids, yes. in work, in, you know, everything. So I, I, you know, sort of stand by that one, too. <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. I, I actually think of that one, the energy um, that I bring into a space. Sometimes if I'm, you know, um, not in, in a great mood or, you know, tired yeah. or something. And, okay. Yeah, it know. comes back. You're sort of like a mirror. Like, you're, it, it sort of, like, reflects and it just, it, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. So thanks, Kel. You're full of words of uh, <laughs> words of, of wisdom. So I just have to I have to put in here that I remember. You know, Kelly and I actually go back to the eighties, <laughs> oh. <laughs> way back. But I remember her uh, seventh grade bedroom. Oh, and I just have to say, like it was With the, the wrap around for be- Micah furniture. Yes, it was the coolest bedroom I ever saw. I can't even tell you what did you have on your wall. You had like it was sponge painted. Sponge painted cream wraparound for Micah furniture but the best part about it <laughs> I don't know if you bed? remember no. this it yeah. was not a waterbed 
but it was a platform bed that had lights underneath. So oh, it had was it? Yeah. like ground effects on <laughs> my platform bed. But We're talking like seventh grade, how, 13? Yeah, 13? no, I think my mom, like we did, redid the room in yep. like seventh grade, and it was so uh, wraparound furniture. Like that is funny. I, I mean, I feel like I haven't even so heard that. You were so ahead of your time, Cal. I forgot about the wraparound <laughs> furniture. Yeah, and it was high gloss cream for oh, my yeah. wraparound. No handles. It was just, you know, a hidden pull. Oh my gosh. It was like so much good for now the time. that I think of it. Right? <laughs> I know. And your color palette. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember. It was inspired by, I had a poster from Ikea of Monet's Water Lilies. Ooh. So the palette was inspired okay. by <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's it was amazing. like teal and like oh. sea foam, I think. Oh yeah. Those yeah. The Maybe colors. it was some pink. Greens. Yep. No, I just, I'll never forget. And oh, that's uh, so funny. Yeah. I was like, wow, my bedroom sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I just, I'll never forget that. So you definitely had it in you. You've oh, been thanks. stylish from day one. I remember in that room too, I, um, was like feeling like a whole gallery wall thing and I took everything I owned and I like nailed it into the walls like mm-hmm. from sunglasses I put nails in and hung the sunglasses and the records it was this whole like art installation but my mom was so mad oh my god! because there were a gazillion and one holes in the wall I just like did it one night when I was bored and then, <laughs> that's yeah, great she found all the holes <laughs> She was supportive, right? Yeah, uh, yeah sort of. Always <laughs> supportive. That's great. Um, well, you're amazing, and oh, thanks, um, you're doing such great things. And, you know, it, I, I always ask everyone, you know, where do you want to be at this time next year? I mean, I feel like you are, like, just, you know, on your way to growing. I don't know how oh, big thanks. you want to grow or, I mean, or what you, you want to be. Limit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have, you know, a ton of projects now happening up throughout New Jersey now and Manhattan another one we're working on all the way out to Montauk so we're getting you know sort of like spreading out further and further on the east coast which is great Um, I just also really hope to push the envelope a little bit more and to take more risks and Mm -hmm. venture outside my comfort zone and my clients I think one of the biggest challenges in this business is sort of getting a client to trust you on the crazier ideas yes but of late, I feel like I've sort of sold through a few, which I'm so psyched to see come to fruition. They're not quite there yet in terms of execution, but, um, you know, I'm psyched to just sort of see them come to fruition. So um, that's exciting. And then we're always brainstorming new ideas for expansion and different, mm-hmm. you know, sort of revenue sources and all that. Everything's in the early stages, yes. but, you know, we'll see where it takes us. Great. I know. Yeah. I can just imagine you having your name on, on home decor products. We'll see. I would buy them. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> but, uh, no, that sounds that sounds great, Cal. Um, and what I wanted to ask is, you know, what advice might you give someone who's just starting out and looking to be an interior designer and... Um, you know, where they should focus their energy if their goal is to have their own business. Yeah, you know, it's funny because whenever anybody asks me what I do, their response is always, oh, wow, that's so much fun. That's amazing. And, you know, while it is and I do love what I do so much, it's still a job and it's still a business. So I think the perception is that interior design is sort of all glam and, you know, shopping and picking up fun wallpapers Mm -hmm. and, like, cool sort of hand-painted Moroccan tiles, which – you know, I do do, and that's fun, but a huge portion of the job is managing a business with billing and taxes and the intense detail that comes with ordering furniture and crucial timelines that are, you know, ongoing with construction projects. So it's all very real and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes not so fun part yeah. of the job. 
Um, so aside from going back to school, I think the second best thing I did was work under someone, actually two different designers, to sort of learn how to run a design business. Um, you know, and not that I took exactly what they were doing, but I think I was able to extract a few sort of you know key items from each one and apply them to my business, which is great. And then I think equal to that was a piece of advice from my husband who told me to figure out what I'm good at and focus on that and then mm-hmm. hire someone to do the rest. Yeah. And it's the only true. way you'll ever grow. So I think that's when we really started to take off. Yeah. Just when Barabert started to take off, which is great. Um, but I think, you know, to be successful in this sort of design space and in this business, you just need to be cognizant of all the elements that go into it, that it's not you know, all, you know, designing and fun and all of that. There's also the business end. And, yes. You know. Definitely. Well, I remember when we went through the process for my uh, living room and uh, family room, you know, there were a lot of measuring, a yeah. lot of, like, AutoCAD or, or how yeah. you design yeah. the Yeah, all the floor plans and floor AutoCAD plans and elevations and... and- all of um, you know the uh, the lighting, the built-ins. I mean, yeah. it's, it's intense. And then you it's know, a even a lot of times when you order a sofa, there's the fabrics coming from one place, mm-hmm. the trims coming from another place, the pillows are coming. So it's like all that tracking and you know, yes. making sure the colors right, the styles right, and something comes in wrong, and now it's upholstered on a piece of furniture, and if it's wrong, it's not the client's fault. It's yes. you know, so definitely there's that sort of liability mm-hmm. there too that happens. Mm-hmm. Well, I think of you because. Uh, I know you taught me, too, to not piecemeal it. Like, I would yes. just buy things like, oh, I love this chair. Let me just buy this and then piecemeal it. But you you always said do one room at a time and really focus on everything together so you can see the entire, like, mood board exactly. or vision board. Exactly. Well, so, so you have a completed, all amazing finished space that you're happy with instead of, you know, I need a rug for here and a picture for here and get one room done and then move on to the next. Mm-hmm. And I, I that's always stuck with everything in my mind. That's my place. little piece of advice. I'm good. So yeah. I just buy all these random chairs. Well, because a lot of times people are just buying a bunch of crap. Yeah. Like, not that you're buying no. crap, but like, you know, and just like you're trying right. to piecemeal it together. You know, take your energy and your budget and your time and, you know, focus it on one space so that it's done and mm-hmm. then, you know, check it off and move on to the yeah. next. No, definitely. I think that's, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> well, you do such an amazing job, like really, you know, when people think of an interior designer, I know I remember thinking, oh, I can just do my, I don't know, my house myself. But at the same time, um, once you came in, literally Kelly proposed, um, <clears throat> you know, w- once we got to that stage and you proposed the, the living room furniture, like every detail, like we literally were like, yes, <laughs> we did not have one single change. The best my husband kind of and client. I, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm kind of picky. Like I, yeah. you know, definitely know and what you're I creative. want. And I did Isn't not have style? one change. Like, it was, like, incredible. <laughs> like, you're just amazing. Like, you, you really know the style of your client, and Thanks, you really Kat. get right in there, which I think is such a gift. I mean, I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I absolutely love everything. Like, love everything. Oh, not just, thanks. like, I love it. Yeah. But, like, every little piece <laughs> gets me excited. It's, I love it. You know? It really does. Your coffee table still gets me excited. I, know, I love that coffee I table. I know. I'm I like mean, it all does. But so I love the coffee table. Yeah. coffee table. My kids get <laughs> no, just kidding. But you did make it very, um, you know, uh, very fun and um, what can I say? Easy for the family to live in as well because you know, with with small children, it has to be you know pretty and also yeah. Um, I mean, you functional know, for I a family. Like, uh, new clients are always asking me that, and um, I ninety five percent of my clients have kids. So while you know. It needs to look great. It also needs to function for a family and entertaining and, you know, all of that. So definitely that's always sort of 
I was going to say a challenge, but it's not really a challenge because that's sort of how yeah. we live too. So no, it's definitely. Just, well, you you suggested the outdoor fabrics for yep. the uh, playroom cushions yes, yep. and things that yeah. you know now with the dog too. It's, yeah, it's definitely helpful. What? <laughs> um, so thank you uh, for being here. Is there anything else you would like to add or? Um, tell anyone so. about building your brand because I just think you've done such a great job and um, you know people are always talking like oh my gosh like I feel like when I say I'm friends with Kelly <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like oh my gosh she's the most amazing interior designer oh, thanks. so the you know the, the word is out and I'm always like well I, I've known her since 87 so <laughs> Is it 87? Is I that the swear, exact? I have, you would know. I found you're so my good at diary that. from oh, 1987. Yes. And when, you know, I, I wrote about Pool Kelly parties. and sleepovers and, you know, some stuff I won't get into. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had some wild times. Um, Back in 87. Oh, then in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that goes way into it. Um, but, and Italy. Uh, and Italy, yes. We, we've definitely been on fun uh, adventures together and yeah. uh, art class in Italy which um, was amazing studying abroad and, and seeing that yeah that's too, inspiring right yeah and, and all of the um, history there but um, but Kelly uh, can be contacted if you have any questions at Bowerbird it, Co is it Bowerbird uh-huh. Co.com. Yep, the website. So the website Bowerbirdco.com and then um, your social handle I think is, is also, but I'm looking, Bowerbird <laughs> Co. is the name on Instagram. Is the name. Yeah, okay. Bowerbird Co. And so um, definitely check, uh, you know, Kelly out uh, if you, you know, want to just hear about her services and definitely check out her um, her portfolio on her website. It's it's awesome. It's so Thanks, cool. Kat. So thank you, Kelly, for You're being welcome. here. This was so much fun. This I could fun. just keep talking and no, talking. No, I liked this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, everyone.